When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to this podcast. I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and I'm thrilled that you're joining me today. And today the topic is kind of a serious topic. It's about grief. And this is something that we do need to talk about. It's not always the nicest topic, but we get so many questions about how to deal with grief. Grief of losing a loved one, maybe a spouse, a child, a, a friend, um, to an illness, to a car accident, to who knows what. And this is life. We have to deal with this. And it's a very difficult thing to deal with. And I think up front, we need to just acknowledge that do we ever really deal with grief? I think what we learn to do is cope. And I think that's probably a good way of looking at it as well, because grief, uh, when you lose someone, you know, you never really get over that because that person was so much part of you and now they're gone and you've got this terrible empty hole inside of you. And we say those kind of words, terrible empty hole, but it's almost literally true when we look at what's happened for example inside the brain so when the person is alive you have developed a relationship with that person each time you speak to that person each time that you share a meal each time you go on holiday the day-to-day -day living the big the small stuff the happy the sad memories that you have built together are inside your brain and the connection with that person is inside your brain and if you are married, you have that extra dimension that is inside your, it's in, connected inside your brain. You have with your child. All these are real things that you have wired inside of your brain. These thoughts are real things that you've built inside of your brain. And the physical is only the 10% of it. The other approximately 90% is the non-physical side that incorporates the mind and the spirit of man. And that's according to research in quantum physics and the research in metacognition and so on, which is the world that the field that's out, that I move in, um, 90%, up to 90 to 99% of human psyche, the human and the world that we live in is of a non-physical nature. And this non-physical nature is eternal in, uh, it's always, it's, it's got this always-ness principle, it's always there, it's quantum in nature, present, past and future is all mixed up together. And I know this sounds very confusing, but this may help you understand why when someone dies, you have all this intense emotion and energy and, and feelings that come pouring through um, like almost can be on a daily basis and can be very, very overwhelming. So every every time that you think about someone that has died, you are bringing up a, you are with your mind activating a real physical structure and that real physical structures that the pro, a protein, a, a literal physical branches made of, made of proteins inside your brain that contain information plus emotions. So if, when you think, you feel. So as you think about that person, you're going to feel those emotions, and you you miss that. It's it's that that, that was it was there and now it's not there. It's like almost, you know, you, 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 it's like the, you're calling to that person, you're calling for the satisfaction of that physical contact, which you can't satisfy. So there's a part of you that's not satisfied. And over time, that raw pain does get better. So there does, it, it may, you may be in grief at the moment and you may be thinking, no, the pain will never go away. And yes, you will feel like that initially, but as you pass through the stages of grief, the rawness of that pain will become manageable. 
and you can learn how to make that process more um, feasible for yourself or more manageable for yourself by how you manage your mind. And I find that one of the most important things is the acknowledgement of the grief, the acknowledgement of the pain, the acknowledgement of the, that you're missing that person, you know, not trying to put on a brave face, but really crying those tears. It's very cathartic to cry those tears, to talk about how you feel, to, and, and yes, you may th- have experienced this already but when you're around other people and you and you talk about your grief they kind of feel uncomfortable they're not quite sure how to help you to deal with your grief and they're not sure whether they should talk to you about your loss of your loved one or whether they should should or shouldn't talk to you and for you it's good if you do talk about it and obviously you determine that time you can't be forced to talk about it you have to be ready but it's also not good to suppress it so it's it's really good to try and find people and times where you can talk about that and express that and I think you know one of the questions we get is that why is grief especially hard during holidays or you know birthdays and things and you know the answer I think is fairly obvious in that those are the times that are high points in our life where we're having you know the highest emotional times in our life when it's a holiday or a or a special birthday or a special occasion or a special memory like when you first maybe met someone or when you got married or your first time that you went on a date or the milestones and those milestones can they have an extra load of emotion attached to them so if you can visualize a tree in your brain that is beautiful and green and big and bushy and filled with beautiful memories that tree represents this memory of this life with this person and it's big and it's full so there's lots and and it's it's all these all these raindrops on the tree and imagine the raindrops that you see on the tree in this visual image I'm painting for you in your mind's eye is all the emotions that are attached to that tree so as you are thinking about that person all this comes up in your conscious mind it moves from your non-conscious to your conscious mind and and you get this this like burst of all the energy and all the emotions attached to this and in it now obviously that's that's that memory is surrounded by a maybe a toxic the toxic tree is attached to it now because the person is no longer there physically they have died and so now there's this this memory's been affected and it kind of is it's confusing and that's why it's important in one mind in one's mind to to balance the toxicity of the pain with the happiness of the previous memories and to try and focus on acknowledging you can't deny you need to acknowledge but somehow you have to try as you acknowledge the pain to look at the healthy thoughts and help you look at the good memories of the good times that you've had and focus on that to help you to turn that very painful thought of the of the the loss into something that's more manageable and that is a process it's not going to happen quickly it's it's honestly going to be a a, a daily process and it's really going to take you a good 21 to 63 days maybe longer to just get it under control so but if you know that it almost makes it easier by knowing that you're going to each day be doing something structurally in your brain and it's going to take time that helps a little bit it helps a little bit to know that you're doing something in your brain that you'll get to the point where you don't feel like you're going to die each time you feel you think of that person or those persons or whatever the case may be so you know it's it's just it's it's not easy it's very difficult we are we are spirit soul and body or spirit mind and body we three parts and these three parts uh, we when someone's now died 
that physical is gone and your physical is calling out to that physical and it's not satisfied. You've got this disruption now in the spirit, soul, body, nature, or spirit, mind, body, nature of who you are. So there's an abs- there's a disruption in the non-physical and the physical world. There's, it's it's a fact. It's it's traumatic. It's it's terrible. We we need to acknowledge that. So we need to learn how to deal with that. We need to learn how to not pretend it's not there, not suppress it. Because I can guarantee that if you do suppress that pain, you're going to cause a lot of damage in your body. The suppression of the pain causes more damage than the acknowledgement of the pain. But the acknowledgement of the pain, we have to be careful that we don't keep ourselves stuck. Like you know, if you if you fall into sinking sand, and you get into and not that we intent falling in sinking sand but the concept of getting into a sinking sand you can you can um, get stuck so we we have to embrace it without embrace that pain without getting stuck in that pain so you embrace the pain and then you change that pain how do you change that pain you need to focus on you need to focus on the good times as you focus on something good, as you think of a great happy memory, and you almost might have to force yourself to do this, to write this down, really discipline your mind to do that. As you're doing that, you change the biochemistry of your brain. As you change the biochemistry of your brain, you actually change the biochemistry of every single cell of your body. So just by the thought of thinking of that happy memory makes your brain and body stronger. And then as you get stronger, then you can think of another happy memory and think of another happy memory. And then you can experience a little bit more of acknowledgement bit more of your loss so you can kind of balance it in a two to one ratio and then build it up to a three to one ratio three good memories to one um, acknowledgement of the sadness so it might start one on one where you're sad and then the happy memory then it's sad and then two happy memories and you so you build up and over time daily you can you can learn to control this pain of the of the grief you learn to deal with it i want to stress with you we're not trying to hide this we're not trying to say that it's not there you are connected on a on a non-physical level still to that person physically they're not there so this is very real you can't deny this so that's so vitally important we acknowledge but then we start working towards dealing with the pain and one of as i said very one of the main ways is to focus on the the happy times and to then like over holidays one other tip that's really good is that if you have certain um, traditions that you had together it can be very hard when you're sitting in that holiday mode and suddenly there's maybe a song you used to sing together or a a movie you used to watch together or a walk you used to go on or a special time of the day that you would open presents or something like that if there's um you know like little traditions that you have it's almost hard to still do those you know to still keep those traditions going but i acknowledge i i would recommend that you do keep those traditions going keep them going talk about how you feel talk about how much that person that's that you've now lost how much they um, enjoyed that whatever talk around the situation and then what you can do is talk from there you can then work maybe at building a new tradition um, adding something else on what do you think they would have done or what they would have liked to have done one of my friends recently well not recently she lost her husband nearly four years ago and on christmas day so you can imagine every christmas day they have that, you know, the joy of Christmas is overshadowed by the loss of her husband and her children's father. And, you know, as, as over time, as she said, one of the biggest things that has helped her so much is, you know, talking through that and having friends there. So this is the next tip I want to, to just give you. And we're going to wrap, start moving towards the end of this podcast with this next tip. And that is you do need a support system around you. We can't do this alone. We really do get tremendous 
energy from each other we get to the love that we get from each other when you in a in a situation where you need support will give you the strength to face what you're going through so you need to get some people in your life that you can phone in the middle of the night that will come over in the middle of the night and will just sit and hold your hand or take you to a movie or go for a walk with you or just be there to listen while you cry on the other side of the phone or that you just need to text each other or something like that. So strongly recommend that you reach out to others. Don't think that you can do this alone and that you have to be strong alone. This is, and as time goes on, obviously your dependency on others will will decrease. But initially, you're going to need a lot of support. And don't be shy to ask for that support. In terms of resources, I have my book called Switch on Your Brain that explains a lot about the mind-brain connection. You can get that, pick that up at drleaf.com. And there's also the 21-Day Brain Detox in there. I have an online program called the the 21 day brain detox that helps you go through the process of rebuilding your brain and dealing with toxic issues. And yes, dealing with grief is toxic. Grief is terrible. Losing a loved one, we can't deny and say that's a nice thing. It's not a nice thing. And we can get ourselves into tremendous trauma going through that. So there is a whole program in there to help you to work through the pain and the trauma of what you've gone through. Thank you for joining me today. And if you are in a in a situation where you're experiencing grief, my my deepest sympathies do go out to you. And through through the airwaves, I send out my love and my um, I pour my love into you to help you have strength to be able to deal with what you're going through. Thank you for joining me today. God bless you. This is Dr. Caroline Leaf.